Yeah, that was uh, that was Bob Marley, <laughs> and this is Bug Out Square. It's a little thing, uh, it's a little thing we do every Tuesday at the uh, Mutiny Radio on the corner of Twenty First and Florida in the beautiful Mission, where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. I'm not there right now. I'm at home, doing it at home for a while. Things are heating up there. Uh, uh, not that the station is a cesspool of. Uh, coronavirus but um yeah you know there's a lot of shows rolling through there and i mean i try to gear up and i do i do gear up but uh uh i don't know just gonna lay low for 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 a little while but uh in the meantime um you know got a bunch of records and uh that kind of thing and and uh let me tell you about what we just listened to hold on That was, yeah, Lively Up Yourself. That was uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers from the Natty Dread record. Um, yeah. Uh, the Eurythmics uh, from the Touch record did uh, Regrets. Before that, the uh, Smiths. <laughs> um, it no this is a pathetic one um handsome devil no accept yourself the smiths it's uh yeah you know <coughs> it's all relevant right whatever you're painting over uh the ventures before that uh velvet underground from the um I believe it's like their second record. Um, Pale Blue Eyes. Chet Baker pr uh, plays with Bud Shank and Russ Freeman. Uh, we did Gray, De Grace, Gray December. That's a good one. Uh, War Slipping in the Darkness. Uh, Laura Nuru did uh, Poverty Train. Pretenders, Mystery Achievement we did. Sorry about the queue up on that one. But, uh, yeah, I was struggling. Struggling with some technical stuff. Uh, the Golden Hearts we did over again. 
Before that, XTC, Love on a Farm Boy's Wages. The Balancing Act, uh, we did um, Waiting for the Mail. Todd Rundgren from the, uh, that guy from that place. Uh, we did uh, Lucky Guy. Hermit of somewhere hollow something. Um, <laughs> Neil Young from the Rust Never Sleeps record we did uh, Pocahontas Thomas Dolby uh, Leipzig and we opened up with David Bowie from the low record um, Sound and Vision a segment we do here at Bug House Square it's called Raps in the Basement because it's no lie in the basement we're miles apart no surprise, going to rise from the basement. What it is, people send me stuff of their, uh, that they uh, record where they live, where they sleep. Um, this song is by a, uh, um, uh, a recording artist. And, um, hold on, we got to, I'm going to try to get this. Right away, there we go. This is Always Remember by Guitar Lab 
Yeah, that's Robert Palmer, Sneakin' Sally, Through the Alley, from uh, you 
records. Uh, I think that's Sneaking Sally Through the Alley is the record. <coughs> Sorry, man. I'm, uh, it's late. <laughs> it's late. There's so many, uh, you know, restraints that um, are uh, come into play and uh, fall out of play um, doing this at home. But one thing that I I like to do, I've been
Guinevere of the royal court of Arthur Draped in white velvet, silk and lace The rustle of her gown on the marble stair Sparkles on fingers, slender and pale. The jester, he sleeps, but the raven, he peeps through the dark, foreboding skies or the royal Maroon colored wine from the vineyards of Chardonnay is sipped by the queen's lip and so gently indigo eyes in the flickering candlelight such is the silence of royal The jester, he sleeps, but the raven, he peeps through the dark, foreboding skies or the royal throne. Guinevere of the royal court of Arthur Draped in white velvet, silk and lace The rustle of her gown on the marble staircase Sparkles on fingers, both 
She'd walk down to the garden in the morning after it rained. He caught swan Like yours, my lady, like yours. Late at night, when she thought that no one was watching at all on the She shall be free as she turns her gaze down the slope to the heart. Yesterday, 
This is a song about a very big, strong, black, sexy, Southern Baptist minister who thinks that he has his program all together until he runs up against a lady who shows him that he ain't got it together. His name is Reverend Dr. Lee. Reverend Lee. He went to the water. And he prayed to the Lord about old Satan's daughter again. It seems in a dream, child, while he lay sleeping, she climbed in his bed, starts rubbing and Twisted and turning, she was begging and pleading, loving and burning, panting and breathing. <sighs> Reverently, she said, said, Lord, no. I would not even place God above you. Reverently, he lifted his arms high, said, Heavenly Father, take me home. Lord, please don't test me Not down where she touched me Oh, my mind is so hazy Lord, my body is hungry Oh, yeah God, roll the thunder Then her Just then, a voice said, God. 
not be petition Just then the devil emerged from the water and he said in a dry voice your God will not bother reverently ran screaming from the water he was hotly pursued by old Satan's daughter reverently she said Ben Bughouse Square. Thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Um, man, just let's all keep it together. One more week. One week at a time, right? <laughs> One day.
Stand-up open mic comedy before the 7 o'clock outdoor mutiny radio show. Uh, We're having our 34th outdoor show tonight since the beginning of COVID. Yeah, we've been doing this. Yeah, we've been holding it down here at mutinyradio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. And yeah, we've been having safe, socially distanced comedy through the entire uh, COVID debacle. So you're welcome. But uh, tonight we have a great lineup for you here on the happy hour. We've got a bunch of comics here to entertain you. Before the outdoor show, we've got Mike Evans Jr., Noam Osvan, Michael Chan, Hunter Uniac, Alessandra Valentini, and Felipe, looks like it starts with a G, G Gogu Vega, maybe, who knows. All the comics are going to be here in just a second to make you laugh and... uh, I've been running some outdoor shows. We, I, Mutiny Radio just purchased a battery-powered PA. So we've been at Inchon Kajal Park at 17th and Folsom. It was the third time this week. At 4 o'clock, we're going to be showing up there, doing comedy outside for the people because there's just not enough stage time. I need, I need more stage time. Oakland is tight. A buzzing boy. Oakland is tight. Hey, if you guys are looking for something to do every night of the week, there is the Lake Mike show in front of the Fairyland sign run by David Dominguez. He oftentimes has guest hosts, but it's still, it's it's, it's at the lake. It's beautiful. The sun goes down over the water and people make you laugh. So that happens every night of the week too. Check that out in front of the sign at Fairyland. Also, hey, there's reservations available for the next two Wednesdays. The 28th and the 4th, Mutiny Radio co-produces a show with Asiento. We're on the same block here at 21st Street. We're on 21st in Florida. They're on 21st and Bryant in a beautiful parklet. Delicious food, a wonderful time, dinner and a show at Asiento. Reserving your table is free for the show. And you just have a delicious meal under the stars in their beautiful parklet in front of their gorgeous spacey mural, and we make you laugh as Mutiny Radio comedians. So check that out, please, for the next two weeks. It's sold out every week, so get your reservations early because it's an exciting time. All right. Hey, keep listening to Carne Cruda. They're a a local Oakland band, and this is called Oakland Tight. It's an old song, and we're going to listen to it a little bit more until we get started here. All the comedians are going to be inside, but we're not going to have more than 11 people in the building as per COVID regulations. Everyone be wearing a mask. We've got socially distanced chairs inside and mic condoms for all the people. So I'm super excited. We're going to get started in like two shakes of a lamb's tail. Thanks again. My name is Pam Benjamin. I'm going to be your host this evening, all evening. All right, we're chilling. A bustling boy, MC Hammer, and too short. Oakland's hella tight. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. Oakland's tight. Hella tight. Oakland is hella tight. 
suppose I should toot my horn for just a second. Uh, on Halloween night, check me out at the 5, 7, or 9 o'clock show at the Diggy Bar in Sunset. Check out Hella Funny for showtimes on the 31st. I'm going to be dressed as Slutty Dora the Explorer. There are 10 chairs inside. That's exactly as many people as we can have inside. Please leave your masks on until you go up on stage. There's mic condoms. They're plastic bags. They're on stage for you for your safety. If you brought your own microphone, that's great, too. If you brought your own mic condom, that's also awesome. I haven't used this many condoms since 1997. So, wow, <laughs> we're really doing it here at mutinyradio.fm. All right, your first comedian of the night is here in the building, I think. Hey, Butch, is he? Gnome, are you here? Are you, uh, are you ready? Or Gary, you want to go up? You didn't sign up, but we got to get started. Gary, you want to go up? You didn't sign up, but we got to get started, and you're here. Hey. All right, everybody, put your hands together. It's Gary Hughes. I feel like I'm about to eat pussy for the first time. I don't. No, you got to open up the bag. Open, <laughs> I know, I know, open just, up. The ba- on, it's right. not a dental dam. On, <laughs> dental dams from Planned Parenthood. Give it up. I'm give it up. There you go. Everybody. Yo. Gary Hughes. Yeah. I was already. Yeah. You can hear all these jokes I did earlier. <laughs> all right. Here goes again. I'm just. <laughs> it's like it's like watching 85 South show when they be having too many chains on and nobody tells them that their mic is being interfered with. They just talk, DC Jonefly just talking and it's changed. You're like, ah, man, this sounds terrible. Or battle rap, never mind, that's battle rap. I won't touch it. (sighs) All right, thanks, guys. Um, All right, what we're experiencing right now is called dead air, right? (laughs) But my girlfriend calls it quality time, and you know? It's a pretty sweet thing. We don't always have to talk when we're together, Gary. We can listen to each other's heartbeats or something. All right. Yeah, it's your birthday, babe. Whatever you want to do. No problem. Let's do it. Oh, man. Life has been interesting. I got a job. Recently got a job. All right. (laughs) I could say anything. You guys will believe it. You know what I mean? That's the cool part about doing comedy is trust 
like, like your trust is like at an all time high. Your accountability, like people, like really just trust you right away. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> it's a fun thing to do. Uh, what's up with uh? So all these white Disney kind of shows, you guys really, or those movies, like you guys really love food fights. I realize you guys are a huge fan of food fights. That's a big part in your scripts. Like, uh, is it a food fight in the middle? Like, you know, uh, was it High School Musical? Food fight? In the, is there a food fight in the middle? Let's do it. There's no black movies where there's food fights. I can't think of one. Could you? Could you think of one? I can't think of one. Any minority films where they just we just throwing food at each other? Free lunch? It's like, yo, my dad just left my family. I'm so happy to have this free lunch. I don't have time to throw it at my homies. Yeah, I know it's nasty, but still, it's free lunch. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, I do have what they call ha-has. Let me see if my laugh is happy. This or that. This is, uh, you know, Da Vinci wrote Pig Latin just so people didn't, he wrote it backwards so people wouldn't get his jokes, so I kind of write with my opposite hand just to make sure nobody would steal my tags. It's so hard for me to read sometimes. Um, I'm waiting for, uh, there's great stereotypes everywhere. Right, uh, you drive a van, stereotype. You dress a certain way, stereotype. You race, you act a certain way, slim shady haircut, stereotypes. Right, they're everywhere. I'm waiting for them non-binary stereotypes. Those would be fun. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, yo, non-binary people take long lunch breaks. <laughs> they just take long lunch breaks. It's just something simple, but it's just like, you know, non-binary people are quite sensitive, so they'd be like, what, you talking about me? You know, it's hard to go out to dinner with them, go out to eat with them, because they can't decide on what to get, among other things. <laughs> it takes a long time for their drink orders as well, you know. All right, that's a stab at non-binary people. <laughs> yeah, no one's, <laughs> no one's safe. I'm like Kendrick in control. No one's safe. <laughs> Nobody is safe at all. I, I hate missing dog posters around the city. It's a lot of them. Um not a fan of missing dog posters. It's just the only thing because it reminds me of like old slave posters. Those are like where it started. Like slave, runaway slave, they put a poster up or a drawing up. So I always rip them down. I'd be like, let them be free, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> they left for a reason. They left for a reason. Leave them dogs alone. Who dog wants to? I wanted to be own some dogs, but then I had like, <laughs> turns out I can't take care of pets. I So... Late September, well, that's my, I bought some ant farms, like two of them, and I've never had any pets of my own, right? And it came with 50 ants, and not even a month later, and by like 50 of the ants, or like 45 of them are dead, right? They're, they're dead, and my homie was like, yo, just let the other five free. So I like went outside, I just opened the ant farm, and I let them go. And uh, I was like, I feel so, I feel like Abraham Lincoln. I was like, I feel like I'm doing my civic duty to uh, gang other things uh, emotionally. You know, I feel bad. I feel pretty good about it. There are four different <laughs> McDonald's. Never mind, I'm done. Now, there are four different types of McDonald's, right? Uh, there's one with a white staff, one with a black staff, Hispanic staff, Asian staff. And one day, I'm going to have a huge punchline for that. 
My name is Gary Hughes. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, pal. Gary Hughes. So um, you put the plastic bags in that other plastic bag that's um, attached to the wall because I use those for pot treats later because you only slobbered on the outside, not the inside. So I'm going to use those for cat food. and cat. Those are real plastic bags. I'm actually hoping to invest in some compostable bags so that we can COVID compost. Your next comedian, he's an amazing human being. He's a writer. He's a hilarious comic. You're going to love him. Put your hands together for Mike Evans Jr. That sound is crazy. Two black comedians back to back. How many times you're gonna get that at Mutiny Radio, right? Clap it up for that. Just had to shout that out real quick. Um, okay, so one of the first things that happened to me during quarantine was I caved on the no paying for porn thing instantly. It was like, uh, I think Pornhub Premium was free for like the first week when we all thought the pandemic was gonna be like two weeks and everyone was like, oh, that's sick, like free porn for a little bit and then they cut that shit short. At first, they were all on all of our sides, and they were like, no, 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 no. We need y'all to pay for this shit again. So I didn't pay for that, but I started paying for OnlyFans, which is one of the biggest ripoffs I've ever encountered. Like, OnlyFans is cool because it's like, you know, there's girls that I used to go to high school with. I'm like, oh, I know I never had a chance with you, but now I can see you naked. So this is kind of cool, right? I can support your dreams. I think that's what I'm doing, right? Uh, but the only thing about OnlyFans is that it's the only streaming service that doesn't give you a preview first. So you don't know what the fuck you're buying, right? And that's kind of fucked up. Like, can I get like a free trial? Can I see what your nipples look like? You know what I mean? Just, just something. And it's just, just not worth it at all. Not at all. Other thing is, uh, I guess, with quarantine is these masks. Anybody ever here just, have you ever like eaten pussy and then put a mask on and then your face just smells like pussy for the rest of the day? No, anybody? Yeah, everyone's not. Uh, yes, absolutely. All right, that's oof. That is, it is rough. You can't really hide it because before you could eat pussy and go to church, no problem. But now, well, there's no church now <laughs> because we're all gonna die soon. Anyway, um, what else? I was watching the debate last night. Unfortunately, don't know why I was watching it. Like it was gonna change how I feel about either of the candidates, right? Um. I feel like the major difference though between the candidates is of course the supporters. Like I feel like it's rough because Biden has smart supporters and Trump has stupid supporters. Like, so we care about lying on this side and shit, you know? And that's, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it just, it sucks for Biden. I wish Biden could go up there and be like, fuck everybody. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna free everyone from jail and just be fucking crazy. But I don't know. I don't feel like Trump is using his dumb supporters in a way that he could. I mean, he did the bleach thing, right? Which I thought, I was like, wow, he's going to do the Jim Jones thing. He's going to just have all the supporters commit suicide. That's, that's crazy. Like, I wish I was so famous to where I'm famous but my supporters are stupid. So I could be like, hey, everybody, just try sucking your own dick right now. Like, just see if you could try. I honestly feel like at a Trump rally, if he asked them to do that, they would, you know, they would give it a try. Where'd my phone go? Over there, God damn it! Yeah, those are my jokes. <laughs> over there, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Feeling all happy. Thanks, appreciate it. 
Yeah, head is a head is a funny thing. I've been trying to get my girlfriend to give me better head since <laughs> Corona started. And we trying new things. I'm like, hey, you know, we're in this for the long haul, apparently. So you you got to get better at something, you know. Uh, I feel like you can tell a lot about head. I don't know what it is about like uh, about trauma in head. I feel like the girls, I, I'm just, I, I, there's a connection there. Like girls who give me the best head, they don't have the best relationship with their dads. I don't know what it is about arguing with your parents that teaches you how to suck a dick, but there's a connection there. I mean, even with like eating pussy, like me, I, I was really good at eating pussy because my dick game was horrible. It was <laughs> atrocious, like, like uh, fucking erectile dysfunction out of this world. So I got really good at eating pussy. No, r no real punchline, it's just, just some truth. <laughs> right? You know, uh, I feel like, you know, beating a child is not good, right? But um, <laughs> I do feel like child abuse has led to some of the best superstars, like Michael Jackson. Like, do you think Joe Jackson was, like, training his, you know, training his family to be boxers at first? And he was like, wait, you niggas can sing? <laughs> I just feel like one day he told Michael Jackson, he's like, you know, one day I'm going to stop the black off of you. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Mike Evans Jr., everyone! Hooray! And then yay! Yes! All these people are going to be famous someday, so I'm so glad that you're listening to MutinyRadio.fm and the happy hour because you just watch out for Gary Hughes and Mike Evans Jr., both amazing writers and lovely people. Your next comedian, he's got a, like a tiny guitar. I think they call it, like, it's, a it's not a ukulele, it's like a it's like a guitar for a child. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Noam Osband. going to be a religious person, right? It seems to me like the God who'd be the easiest to hang out with, the one who would just be really laid back, right, is, is Jesus. I am not Christian. I am Jewish, right? I don't have a bone in this fight. But Jesus seems, he seems laid back, right? Compared to other gods that it could be, compared to Yahweh, compared to Shiva, Jesus is pretty laid back. Far be it for me to tell the Catholic Church how to do their thing. Okay, in fairness, there's certain things I could tell it to do or not to do, as it were. But I, I have a, a song. I have a song that I think if I was a Catholic missionary, I, I would... I would try to get my flock this way. There is a line that repeats. It's a line that encapsulates, I think, a lot of what's attractive about Christ. Again, to be clear, I don't have a bone in this fight. I am not Catholic at all. But I just appreciate a good God when I see one, right? <laughs> Hey, 
ain't no bloke I'd rather take a toke with than hippie-headed high-fired Jesus. He puffed past pass, always share his stash. Hippie-headed high-fired Jesus. He'd be so concerned with the munches that we yearn for. Hippie-headed high-fired Jesus. Dying on what wishes, eating up loaves and fishes with hippie-headed high-fired Jesus. Come on, people. Is he a hippie? Yes. Did he have long hair? Maybe. Was he hot? Come on, you've seen those photos. Blonde hair, blue eyes, washboard abs. You can sing along. Oh, there ain't no dude I'd rather take a roach of cruise with and hippie-headed high-fired Jesus. He'd say good to drive, let me drink cold 45, hippie-headed high-fired Jesus. And if across their lines and some cop finds out wet lines, then hippie-headed high-fired Jesus. Oh, Christ would never snitch, cause Christ, he ain't no bitch that hippie-headed high-fired Jesus. I mean, be serious, just think about it, right? Just be rational. Which other deity is nearly as sexy as Christ Jesus? Right? Oh, come on. For what it's worth, I'm straight, but I know a good stomach when I see one. Which other God is nearly as sexy? Allah? I don't know what he looks like. That's the point, right? Yahweh? Come on. Yahweh definitely is like an angry old abusive man with a long nose hair and ears that need to be shaved as well. Buddha? Now, to be fair, if that's your thing, that's cool. That's great. It's not, it's not mine. You know what my thing is? I'm attracted to the abs of Christ Jesus. Oh, there ain't no God quite like my padre. Hippie-headed high-fired Jesus. Objectively sexiest deity. Hippie-headed high-fired Jesus. He died for our sins, but before you hit the gym, if they hit it, how about Jesus? Come on, don't be a punk. Go on, wash up the hunk. That if they hit it, how about Jesus? Now, to be clear, to be clear, if you're not into men, Christianity's great because it gives you options. Oh, I'm attracted to the ladies who went blue. Hot to try Fox and Mary. Oh, her looks would have lost. She kept herself pure. Hot to try Fox and Mary. Mother of God, but she had a hot butt. Hot to try Fox and Mary. She get down on her knees. Good Lord, she was a tease. Hot to try Fox and Mary. Church is only two days away. Thank you very much. Thank you Yay. very much. I'm a, no, I'm a fan. Yay. No more than yay. And uh, everybody, you can take your plastic bags and stick them in this plastic bag that's on the wall because I will reuse them for cat treats. Your next comedian, put your hands together, everybody, for Michael Chan. <laughs> Cualquier cosa puede suceder Que yo me voy para la pulga El clima que en el swap me Where you can find cualquier cosita Mi 
my first stand-up in a uh, very long time. I'm normally a writer. So bear with me, this might be a little bit rough. The, uh, the holidays are coming up, so everyone's about to get really mad at Walmart again for saying Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. But I love when people get mad at restaurants and chains and corporations like that because they don't get mad for the right reasons. My favorite restaurant and chain is Cracker Barrel because it's the only restaurant with a racial epithet in its name. What's next, N-Words Pasta Hut? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, sort of. I love racial slurs in the PC era because most of them are gender neutral, which makes them pretty cool if you're a San Francisco Democrat. Now for the greatest transition in the history of comedy, because I have to do this joke before SNL butchers it tomorrow. There was a guy at New York Times and uh, CNN who got caught jerking off on a Zoom call. I've been on five Zoom calls in my life, and I still have yet to masturbate in front of a camera. So I think either I'm a great journalist or I'm awarded the title of the world's second horniest journalist. Now he claims it was an accident and he didn't know that his camera was on. The first thing I do when I pull my pants down and open up an incognito tab <laughs> is look if the indicator light is on. <laughs> is my FBI agent gonna see this? Um, I used to date a porn star, which was really cool at the time until she'd come home and talk about how great a day she had at work. <laughs> Do you guys remember like 2014, there was that viral video of that lady talking about how she could get her man off with a grapefruit? How American is that, that we have so much food that we can use it for sexual favors? You know where they don't have that luxury? Uganda. No guy is sitting around saying, hey, baby, you want to stick a bunch of American Hunger Relief Foundation rice into my urethra tonight? There's a I, I was listening to the radio the other day, and there's this band called Wild Cherry. They did that song, Play That Funky Music, White Boy. One, I'm not taking any life advice from a band of four white guys. Two, they elaborate with, play that funky music till you die. I'm not going to sit on stage and play a groovy walking bass line until I die. That's some Mike Pence give the gays the electric chair death sentence. <laughs> you know how I'd rather die? Through people injecting enough World Relief Hunger Foundation rice into my urethra. Thank you. I'm Michael Chan. This has been my time. Hey, yay, Michael Chan. Hey, you did exactly four minutes. Uh, or no, you I was, you did exactly three minutes. I was just about to light you, so thank you. Good job. Michael Chan, yay! Your next comedians is one of my favorite people, not just because he's hilarious, but also because he's saved my life. Put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac. What's up, guys? Uh, my name's Hunter Uniac, a little bit about me. My dad's a current tweaker, my mom's a former coke addict, and I'm a raging alcoholic, which means my parents have to be proud of me. Uh -huh. That's fun. When I, uh, my first job, uh, my dad was my boss. You guys ever like work with your father? 
Who's your boss? Yeah, for those of you who don't know what it's like, let me give you an idea. idea. You ever get fired and grounded on the same day? Fucking suck, dude. I lost my allowance, but I gained severance pay. It's pretty cool. I do like working construction. Like, I used to work in fast food, food service for a very long time. But my favorite part about working construction is nowhere in my job description does it require me to give you your house with a fucking smile. You know what I mean? Like, there's no HR in construction. You know, like, you can't call into HR and be like, hey, your worker assaulted me. You know what? He put a roof over your head. He's allowed to beat you. Fuck! I'm turning into my father. That's horrible. Anybody who's ever been abused gets it. That's crazy, though. All right, so I just had a mental breakdown for a little bit. Let's do this. It's really hard. It's really hard being white. It is. It is. Fuck you guys. Stick with me. <laughs> it is, dude. Like you know how hard, like how bad of a job minorities make as stepping stools. That's really fucked up, dude. Like I'm, I'm, not, I'm like I'm not saying being white is not based off your skin color. It's a mentality. You know, like you want to know the white mentality? Like you're having to movie, watch a movie with your friend, and there's a last like pizza bite going on there, and you're like, you, they offer to you offer it to them, and they're like, no, don't worry, I'm a fucking vegan. I don't know. I um, the most productive thing I've done all COVID is I got a new couch. Yeah, yeah, me. The best thing, uh, the most productive thing I've done in COVID is just find a better place to rest my depression. <laughs> you know, worst part is I didn't pay for the couch. My best friend got to me because he broke up his girlfriend and took all the furniture. Yeah, the thing that brings me the most joy in life right now is just like comes from the soul-crushing defeat of another per human being. It's amazing. I'm fucking up this joke. I don't care. We're going to power through. You guys ever fart on failure? Feels exactly like pleather. Um, I just found out my, uh, my chemistry teacher from the sophomore year in high school died. Right, so that sucks. And like when he d- passed away, I found out he's a gay porn star. He was a former gay porn star. That's crazy, dude. Like, I went down this gay porn star rabbit hole, just like watching stuff. You know how weird it is to text all your, all your high school friends who you haven't met, who you haven't talked to in like eight years, saying like, hey, can you help me solve this gay porn riddle? Fuck, horrible, dude. Like, COVID 2020 has been a shitty year. We lost the guy that played um, Jackie Robinson. We lost a gay porn star. Wait, the guy who played Jackie Robinson was also the guy who played Black Panther. We lost a lot of dick this year. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Fuck yeah. You guys going to vote this election? Good, good. A little fun fact about voting. You know, California state law allows you two hours paid break to go and vote for work, you know? I worked two jobs last election. What I did is I told my first boss, like, hey, towards the end of my shift, I need two hours paid break to go and vote. And then immediately after I left work, I called up my second boss. I was like, hey, I need two hours paid break to go and vote. Neither job knew about the other job, but both jobs definitely didn't know I mailed my ballot in 10 days ago. <laughs> Fuck yeah, people. That's my time. Keep it going for Pam Benjamin, everybody. Taking his time from the man. Exactly as you should. And everybody really should vote. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how to vote, but I'm going to tell you not to vote for Trump because he's a pile of dog shit. Yay! Pile of dog shit! Uh, your next comedian, she actually did the antitrump.com commercial that we play here on the station. Put your hands together, everybody, for Alessandra Valentini! Italian, you know, and uh, yeah, I am, and I, um, 
We in Italy, we're pretty famous for good food, you know, good pasta. We, we also have uh, brought you something called fascism with Mussolini. I don't know if you remember that guy, Mussolini. Before that, the Roman that brought the whole empire agenda all over, all the way here. So if you thought that you live in a fascist country, let me tell you, we got some experience in Italy. We do have really experience. You actually do. You live in a fascist country for a long time. It was smeared in the fake democracy of freedom to be enslaved to the corporate and the capitalist world. You know what I mean? I know, is it too real too soon? You know, that's why I'm single. My mom always said me, you talk too much. You know, I'm like, hey, anybody else single here? Hey, give it up for the single fuckers. Yeah, you know, you know what I like about being single? I, I like to hear my friends saying all their sexy stories or see them making out at a party while I'm there alone eating the worst part is when I hear those women like, but being single is nice, all you need is your toys. I'm like, bitch, you sound like one of those vegans that wants to be vegan, but then they go and buy all those sausage products at the grocery store, like sausage meat. I'm like, bitch, that might taste good, right? But it still ain't meat. Just like your toys still ain't cock. You know what I mean? They might last longer. They actually do, but they ain't cock. My phone is ringing. Uh-huh. So, you know, one other part I really uh, understand that I really love to be single is when guys, like, tell me that they want to sleep together. And I'm like, dude, we just had sex. And you also want to sleep together? Do you know how I sleep at night? Do you know how I even look at night? I look like Voldemort. And I sleep like a crucifix. Like, <laughs> my daughter is testimony. I look like Voldemort. And I sleep like a crucifix. I guarantee you. So, you know, I can't sleep with somebody. You know, I, I need one of those bed, you know, like not the California king, because whoever met a fucking California king? Anybody ever met a college? What the fuck? Why not? You know, I want an emperor bed. It's like, <laughs> and actually, no, a supreme leader. I want the supreme leader bed. Yes. Yeah, a bed so big that you have to text each other in the morning, find out they're still in bed. Hey, you fucking woke me up. Bring me a coffee with an Uber, please. Anyway, I met this guy one time when we still had bar open. And he's like, God, you're hot. And I'm like, yeah, okay. He's like, do you want to work for me? I'm like, uh, what do you got? I have an agency. I'm like, kind. An escort agency. I'm like, oh, are you a motherfucking pimp? An online pimp. Well, well you know, do you not have kids? Well, you know, a lot of sex workers have kids. And then, you know, do you even offer childcare? What about dental? And are you going to hire But Bella here, it's my partner. We work in pair, we're a whole package. We do threesomes, but our rates are doubled. 
And hey guys, thank you. Give it up for Mutiny Radio. Bye. Yay! Alessandra Valentini. Teaching us about fascisms. Yes. Italian futurism is real. She is the future. Uh, you can tell by if you figure out the uh, hieroglyphics on her head. She actually tells the future. That's actually, she's like a Ouija board. You just got to get her drunk and then woo, she'll tell you your future and your past. Your next comedian, I think I'm going to pronounce his name right, but I have no idea. It's Felipe Guevara. The ring of fire. Hi, everybody. What's up? This is very interesting. I haven't called me a long time, so bear with me. I'm going to have a mental breakdown on stage, but I'm probably just, hopefully I'm not homeless. I'm a film, trying to be a filmmaker, so I'm technically almost homeless. Um, attempting to just document things out there. Um, how's everybody doing? COVID just pretty crazy, right? I can curse out here, right? I can say like, that it's just, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been tough. I haven't done this in a while. I haven't really planned this. Everybody just write notes on their phone, like schizophrenic fucking people, just like, oh, I'm gonna tell people jokes and trying to relate to stuff that's going on, I guess. Oh, I just want to connect. You guys like rock and roll? Yeah. What's the first band you guys ever saw? Sick. Nice. Uh, you guys like uh, um, the first band I saw was a great one. I, I was a very cute kid, and uh, it was like um, I used to skateboard. I skateboard a lot. I used to hang out in front of Chuck E. Cheese. The first band I saw was the Chuck E. Cheese band. I don't know if you guys have seen the Chuck E. Cheese band. But uh, they're, they're really going to take over. Even before Terminator and those robots and everything, they discovered how to put little mice into little machines and play you be beautiful melodies. And uh, there's cheese pizza and ski ball. And you can't really go unattended to a Chuck E. Cheese. So I, I met a lot of uh, weird old men when I was younger. It's, uh, it's probably only the, sober, the soberest relationship I've ever had. I was uh, got a little famous for a minute. Uh, I was on the side of a milk carton. Anybody? It was like before Instagram and stuff. It was weird time. But yeah, that, that was great. Uh, just got into, oh, here's my buddy. Uh, yeah, hey, buddy. Um, so yeah, like I, I guess I'm trying to talk about sober relationships, right? Those are, those are weird ones. Uh, anybody feel like you just pour booze all over every fucking date you've ever had and, and just hope it works? Like, you know, you just go, let's go, what are we going to do today? Oh, let's, let's uh, get a drink. You know, it's weird. Uh, the pitfalls of those things are when you, uh, I mean, the males in this crowd can understand. The, the whiskey dick. We call it whiskey dick, right? Yeah. Not a self-defense mechanism, is it? It's a weird action that happens between reactions between people. There's interactions. Those are really weird ones. But you guys ever felt like maybe it happened for the right reason? Like maybe you you planned it out because you don't like the animals in the zoo going into the watering hole and like yeah let's go to Chili's get some margaritas and some you know they just go to the water and they fucking can you know do great things. But we're out here, um, yeah. No nah, whiskey dick bit though. Great, now it's fucking horrible. Let me go back to like, let's talk about you and porn stars and stuff, right? You dated a porn star, right? That's cool. Yeah, I dated a porn star's roommate, which was weird because she quit porn and um, it was weird because this whole duality, she's having a great time, the other one's just fucking me and the other girl's fucking like the Terminator one day and the pizza, everything was everything. She did the pizza delivery guy, she did everything and it was an amazing thing and it's like, it's kind of hard. It's like, if you date a girl and you're like, oh, it's like I found a sex tape of her. No, there's like a whole website, link, everything. All these things, but like, you know, wants to cuddle up with somebody at the end of the day that it's sus and uh, it's sad. And I'm just staring at you, just thinking about how, how much I'm bombing because I haven't done this in a long time. I'm slowly crumbling. Um, 
Do we have any more jokes? I have a minute left, right? Hmm. Should I just awkwardly breathe for a minute? No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm going to let loose a little bit for the last 30 seconds here. Thanks for putting up with me attempting to be funny. I think we're all attempting to be funny, but it's a great, it's a great thing that we all do this. So thank you. Hey, Felipe! Um, Peter, I'm just going to move you on to the actual show at 7 o'clock, if that's okay. Also, Luke Moore, I'm just going to give you five at the top of that show. So right up next, right now, is one of our favorite people in the whole world. What a joy and wonderment he is. Put your hands together for Mark Neuer. Hey, Meteorator, how you guys doing? I'm doing spectacular. Hey, I did that recently. I, I came up like that because I went after the show. I was like, hey, I've been to Stockton. I know Stockton. I went to rehab in Stockton. It's like That's like going to the Epstein's Island to, st <laughs> to stop fucking kids. You're not going to accomplish what, you went, what you're seeking out to do. I don't mean to burst your bubble. <laughs> you're just going to be in rehab looking out the window like, I want to steal bikes, too. <laughs> what I wouldn't give to break into that car for some dope right now. Jesus Christ. I don't understand when people come out and they say they're porn addicts. I understand alcoholism. Don't drink around me. You know what I mean? Well you want me to stop jerking off in your bathroom? <laughs> it's my time, motherfucker. It's for me, you know? Deal with your problems on your time. I just don't get it. I don't, you know. I don't communicate very well with other people. I don't know why. I think I'm fucking spectacular. But I don't know the whole communication. So I've created two lists. I have a love list and I have a hate list. Like any good white man. I'm going to kill myself. It's fine. Um... I have a love list and I have a hate list. I've conco concocted that for, for you guys. So uh, love or hate? Love. I love vegan pussy. So good. So good. It's amazing. So good. Tastes like mango white claw. Tremendous. It's fucking <laughs> exceptional. Absolutely phenomenal. The tangerine, oh my God. It's just fantastic. Unfortunately, vegan pussy has Mark Neuer on its hate list. <laughs> It's one of those things. Let me translate. Love list. I love vegan dick. So good. <laughs> so good. It's like amazing. It tastes like it tastes like IPA. You know what I'm saying? It's just so good. It's just so good. The hops. You know the hops. It, it turns me into a rabbit. You know, just hopping around. Ah, he's got zingers. I'm a fucking professional. Okay. They have mic condoms. Normally with things this large, I don't put condoms on them. <laughs> Bam! Is it the cocaine? No! The Adderall, it's my medication. Love or hate? Oh, I fucking hate vegans. Can't stand them. <laughs> Absolutely the worst. It's more of the impossible posse. Have, have you heard of this? The impossible posse? Have you heard of this? The impossible posse? No, no one. Have you guys heard of it? No, the impossible posse. It's people that say the impossible burger is real better than the real possible thing. You haven't heard of these people? Oh my god, they're fucking incredible. It's like saying you prefer pocket pussy over real pussy. That's just fucking crazy to me. I feel like that should be Impossible Burger's target audience is just the fleshlight 
customers. <laughs> Vegans, man. They got impossible burgers. They got impossible nuggies. They have impossible pussy. We just went over that. They have impossible dick. That's just a cucumber. I mean, they just vegans. I fucking hate them. They ruin everything. <laughs> I just can't do anything. Love or hate? Hate. Fucking hate sexual identity. Can't stand it myself. Maybe it's just because I'm ignorant. I don't understand the term sexual. Often identity. Mark Neuer. You know, they're like, no, we mean your sexual orientation. Oh, okay. Horizontal, sometimes vertical. If we're getting, <laughs> if we're getting freaky, diagonal. You know, it just you never know with me. I'm a wild card. You know. Anyways, I have problems, but that's okay. Who doesn't? Hey, my biggest problem recently is uh, you ever eat so many chips, all you can taste is the pain? I've realized that scientifically the, when you're supposed to stop eating Pringles is when your fucking hand no longer fits inside of the container, <laughs> similar to my anus. Ladies and gentlemen, make it loud for your amazing host, the always amazing, the incredibly sexy, Pam Benjamin. me do a costume change back here i took off my bra and i put i put on a 70s shirt we have one last comedian on your open mic before we take a small break put some chairs out and get ready for the seven o'clock outdoor show looks like people are already gathering not gathering like we're allowed to gather now just six feet apart and everyone has to have masks okay we're okay uh your last comedian of the inside show and again there are never more than 11 people in here because safety is paramount Everybody put your hands together for Joe Fontana. Oh, he brought his own mic. He's a fucking professional. Smart man. Check, check, check. All right. What's up? Feels good to be in uh, California's best smelling city. Um... I got to say, I, I don't come up here as often as I should, and uh, I'll remind you guys why. Uh, a couple days ago, I was walking on Hay Street and minding my own business, and all of a sudden, you just homeless guy wiping his ass on the sidewalk, and to me, I can't, it's not me, it's not my vibe, but it raised the question. The, ra the question was, I wonder how much human shit is on the streets of San Francisco? So I did some research. Checked it out. And did you know, apparently, about every 20 feet that you walk in San Francisco, you'll find a piece of shit. Okay? So, talking about shit. <laughs> so, uh, being the curious person that I am, I decided to conduct my own experiment. I walked approximately 20 feet from point A to point B. Found a Trump supporter. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I know Pam would like that one. Um, but anyways, yeah, the San Francisco is just one of the dirtiest places. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> um, but anyways, so guy earlier mentioned uh, the presidential debates. What do you guys think about that? Pretty uh, very useful way to spend our time. I'll tell you that. Holy shit. Um. Yeah, I was watching that, and I was like, dude, to see the only two options that we have go back and forth like that was painful. It was like watching two senior citizens fight over who gets the last insurer. Like, oh, my God, it was em em embarrassing. Um, but then on Twitter, I'll always see a bunch of guys tweet about how Trump is 
by the way, by any means, I'm no Trump supporter, just so we're clear. Uh, I always see guys on Twitter talking about how Trump is a poisonous human being, how he's the worst thing ever. I mean, really, the worst thing ever? Like, have you had a hand job? I mean, shit. That's just as bad. Anyways, not political, so I'm going to steer away from that. But I, uh, dating has been really hard over the past couple months, especially when you're 5'7". It's tough. Dating is super subjective on dating apps. Girls have all these requirements. You have to be six foot. You have to have a full beard. You can't be ugly. So, I mean, my fucking parents set me up for failure right away, right out the gate. So here we are. Check, check, check. But then I look at all my friends, and some are getting engaged. Some are having kids, and I'm over here just fucking jerking off every night. But I, I'm i pretty impressed with myself, though, because I'm a 24-year-old Mexican that doesn't have a kid yet. And <laughs> that's pretty rare. I mean, we're usually having kids by 16. Um, like, seeing a Mexican that's 24 years old without a kid is about as rare as seeing a Mexican selling churros at a Trump rally. You're just not going to see it. Uh, so anyways, yeah, dating's been, uh, dating's been shitty. Um, but here's the thing. Girls have all these requirements. Me, I'm a pretty simple guy when it comes to what I'm looking for. Like, I don't have all these requirements, but I like Latinas. So when I tell them that the only thing that I won't put up with is hot Cheeto fingers, I get jumped by all 30 of her cousins. <laughs> yes, hello, ice? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a Mexican joke. All right, I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to put on some commercials, and I'm going to set up the outside. We're going to have an outdoor show, socially distanced. Everyone will wear masks. It'll be safe as houses. Uh, but enjoy all of these Mutiny Radio commercials while I get it all set up, friends. Here we go. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Tibo of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, 
but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given you the thought of juice. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. Are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutant Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio. We have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing, despite of their size. Please, please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo, Mutiny Radio, all one word, just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio. Go fund me and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. I am Italian, and we brought you fasciousness with Mussolini, and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering Nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? 
We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, tuned every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it. And don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Stream them live, download a podcast. 